The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the psalm of the scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Solomon tells us in the book of Ecclesiastes that there is a time to laugh and there is also a time to weep. And the reality of life for all of us, uh, no matter how pleasant your circumstances, no matter how bright and cheery your personality, is that sometimes we cry. Maybe it's alone. Maybe it is uh, in private. Maybe it's over things that no one ever knows about or sees. But all of us at times are just brokenhearted Life weighs us down. Maybe you're there today, or maybe you know someone that is there today. I want to encourage you by telling you you are not alone in two ways. Number one, everybody deals with that, and I mean everybody. If you see somebody and you think they got it all together, I can guarantee you at some point they feel like they're coming apart at the seams. There is no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But I think more encouraging is this. Not only are you not alone because others go through it, you're not alone because our Lord Jesus went through it. A high priest touched with the feelings of our infirmities, the Bible calls him, and he is with us in the midst of that sorrow every time. So remember this, when we cry, the Lord is near the brokenhearted. We've come in our study through Psalm 119 to the section that begins with verse 145 and continues to verse 152. And this was what was striking to me. The first two words of verse 145 are these words, I cried. The first two words of verse 146 are these two words, I cried. And the, in the middle of the heart of the verse, verse 147, he says, and cried. So the first three verses of this section, the psalmist is crying. Uh, the, the sweet psalmist of Israel, the man after God's own heart, someone that walks with the Lord, is weeping. A friend, if, if he couldn't, couldn't avoid it, I can guarantee you, you and I are not going to avoid it. So the question is, when... When we cry, as we sometimes do, where should our attention turn? Let's walk through the section, and I'll give you some truths. First of all, in verse 145, he says, I cried with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep thy statutes. So first he tells us how he cried. He cried with his whole heart. This is not a half-hearted prayer. It is a, it's a Godward prayer, and it's a wholehearted prayer. In other words, he's turning his emotion heavenward. He's turning the, the cry of his heart towards God. That's what we all have to do. You know, you can get so bogged down in your own emotions, you can't get out. It's like what Bunyan called the slough of despond. And I know some people living there. They're, they're just living in a state of perpetual despair. They think there is no hope. Well, friend, as long as you're looking at your emotions or your circumstances, there is no hope. But if you can turn that cry to the one person who can do something about it, cry out to God with your whole heart, then even when you cry, you find hope. In the next verse, verse 146, he says, I cried unto thee, save me, and I shall keep thy testimony. So he tells us not only how he cried, but what he cried. He cried, save me, Lord. A simple, short prayer, but so powerful. Sounds a lot like Peter sinking in the waves, doesn't it? Lord, save me. Uh, that needy soul coming to our Lord Jesus, Lord, help me. Uh, it, it's the short prayers that come from the heart uh, that touch the heart of God. 
They are the the cry of the inward man, not some polished prayer, not some beautiful uh, religious routine. It's the heart cry to God. And then in the next verse, he said, I prevented the dawning of the morning and cried. I hoped in thy word. Mine eyes prevent the night watches that I might meditate in thy word. So now he tells us when he cried. When did he cry? Well, the Bible says he cried in the dawning of the morning and he cried in the night watches. So day and night. May I tell you that you can meet God anytime? Do you remember how the Psalms began? Psalm 1 verse 2, we're to meditate therein day and night. It may be early, but it's never too early for God. It may be late, but it's never too late to call heaven. Early and late, we can pray and we can meditate. So he tells us how he cried, what he cried, when he cried. And then listen to the next verse. Hear my voice according to thy loving kindness, O Lord Quicken me according to thy judgment. Now, now we get to the really important thing, who he cried to. You should only cry out to the person who can actually help. May I just say to you, pity is not going to get you through. Somebody may pat you on the back and uh, commiserate with you, but that's not going to get you through. What will get you through is the power of the one who is able to strengthen you. So he's, he's crying out to the God of loving kindness. An interesting little cross-reference here. Later in the Psalms, in Psalm 143, verse 8, he said, calls me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. So in the early hours, in the morning hours, we want to hear from God, uh, the loving kindness of God speaking to us. In this verse, he said, hear my voice according to thy loving kindness. So we hear him and praise God, he hears us. could also point out that the Lord couples together God's loving kindness and his judgment. He is tender and he is strong. He will do right and he will be gracious. Praise the Lord. You can call out to God anytime. So we learn here so far how he cried, what he cried, when he cried, to whom he cried, and then why he cried. He says, they draw nigh that follow after mischief. They are far from thy law. But then he immediately says this, thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth. Now, what drove him to prayer, to cry out to God, was the wicked. Uh, those that were far from God, that were closing in on him, they were, they were pursuing him. They were following after mischief. I remember Frank Sales years ago saying, thank God for everything the Lord uses to humble you. That's helped me many times. Uh, but let me, let me add something to that today. Praise God for everything that drives you to prayer. Whatever the situation is, whoever the person is, if they point you to God, if they make you so desperate that you get to the end of yourself and you cry out to the Lord, they are actually God's gift to you. The thorns prod you to God. I've marked in my Bible that they draw nigh, and in the next verse he said, Thou art near. Isn't this beautiful? Uh, they may be trying to get close to you. The enemy may be hot on your heels. But just remember this, God is already there. He is near. He's not drawing nigh. He is near. James chapter 4, verse number 8, Draw nigh to God. He will draw nigh to you. The Lord is already near you, my friend. Cry out to him. He is literally a prayer way. Wherever you are and whatever you're dealing with and whatever the situation is that has, that has brought you to this point of despair, may I recommend something to you? Just stop right where you are and cry out to God. I love the fact that this section begins with the psalmist's desperate cry, but it doesn't end that way. It concludes with the Lord's eternal word. Listen to verse 152 of Psalm 119. Concerning thy testimonies, I have known of old that thou hast founded them forever. Notice, he doesn't stay with his emotion. He runs to the unchanging word of God. 
someone years ago wrote, for feelings come and feelings go, and feelings are deceiving. My hope is in the word of God, not else is worth believing. You can speak to God in all circumstances, at all times, with all of your emotion, but the real victory is going to come when God speaks to you. He hears your voice, and above all the noise of life, we must hear his. Maybe like Samuel on the nighttime hour, some of us need to pray today, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. The closing verse touches eternity past and eternity future. God's testimonies of old and then founded forever. Go all the way back as far as you want to go. God's word was settled and go all the way to the end when it all fades away. God's word will still be settled. And if that's true, it is settled today. Bring your emotion to the word of God. Bring your feelings and your desperation to the truth that never changes and find your anchor there even when you cry. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others.